the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The only station in New York that doesn't hold back. AM 970, The Answer. Nine forty-one here on the Joe Piscopo Show on AM nine seventy. The answer: Al Gatulo and Joe Sebelius sitting in uh, for Joe Piscopo. He is off today. He will be back on Monday. He had to take his daughter in for a procedure, but he will be back on Monday. So we're continuing the beer discussion here in the uh, final, you know, fifteen twenty minutes of the show. Uh, as you know, I do a craft beer cast on Sunday nights uh, right here on AM nine seventy. The answer: It's on from uh, eleven p.m. to. Uh, midnight, and we have been talking about this story, at least on my show, I've been talking about it for the last several weeks, of what has been going on with New Jersey breweries. So back on June 30th, the NJABC notified uh, the breweries that on July 1st, enforcement of rules that had taken effect back in 2019, then were suspended, and now they're back in effect in 20, uh, we're back in effect in 2020, but weren't enforced because of the pandemic, would now start to be enforced. And Jersey breweries uh, are shouting and crying out loudly and forcefully, and now a lot of legislators are jumping in on this because, let's face it, as I've mentioned throughout the show, $2 billion of that tax revenue goes to the state of New Jersey, and these businesses are going to be directly hurt by these rules. And it, it's still it's unfathomable to me that um, that they, they went ahead and implemented this. I spoke with... Um, one brewery owner who was on my show uh, a couple of weeks ago, Scott Wells from Bolero Snort Brewing, and he said, we've tried to work with the ABC. We gave them all kinds of suggestions and this and that. They ignored all of them. And that's not good. You've got to work together. And it sounds to me like there's a small but very vocal minority, uh, which has become a, majo- a, man- a majority in the restaurant group that is pushing this. Now, one state senator, uh, in addition to Vin Gopal, who was on with us just a few minutes ago, who is also leading the uh, leading the charge here and is going to introduce legislation is State Senator Michael Testa. He's a Republican serving the first legislative district uh, way down in Vineland, New, Der- New Jersey. Senator, welcome to the Joe Piscopo Show. Al Gatulo here. How are you this morning? It's great to be on your show, Al. I'm, I'm feeling really good, but I have to tell you, you know, this is the summertime and right before July 4th weekend, which is really the kickstart of summer. Uh, for all of our shore communities, the ABC decided that was the good time, just as we're having really the first summer kickoff that we're free again. Right. You know, no COVID restrictions in place. We're actually able to not have to socially distance. Nobody's looking at you odd for not wearing a mask. Right. And they decided that's the good weekend to enforce these really draconian regulations that make absolutely no sense and they're completely arbitrary and capricious. Like one of them that many people don't focus on is that a brewery is only allowed to have two televisions. I mean, does that make any sense no. whatsoever? You're only allowed to have two televisions. No, not only that, you're, two you're, televisions and the size of the television can't exceed a certain inch. If it does, you can't have it. It's ridiculous. It's, it's preposterous. And the other thing that really upsets me is that they're not even allowed to coordinate. Our breweries are not allowed to coordinate with food trucks. 
you know, these, there's two small businesses that are sort of taking off, not only in the state of New Jersey, but around the country. Mm-hmm. Breweries and the food truck industry. Right. Breweries are not trying to be a restaurant. And the people who are going to go to one of the 6,000 liquor license holding restaurants in the state of New Jersey, they're not going to go to a brewery and to a brewery that has a food truck there as an alternative to the restaurant. They're two completely different animals that can coexist together. There's no doubt about it. I think that all ships rise in the tide. And there's there's 6,000 liquor license holders throughout the state of New Jersey, and they're afraid of competition from less than 200 breweries? That makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, I I agree, Senator. We're talking with State Senator Michael Testa, Republican serving the 1st Legislative District uh, uh, down in uh, southern New Jersey in the Vineland area. It is uh, 945 here on the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970, The Answer. So, Senator, why do you think that the breweries have been targeted by the ABC? Is it because of the restaurant lobby? I believe it's absolutely due to the restaurant lobby. I think that the ABC is an agency that has sort of been captured by the 6,000 restaurant liquor license owners rather than the other way around. Mm -hmm. Rather than the ABC dictating to the liquor license holders what should be done, the liquor license holders are dictating to the ABC what should be done to to protect their private investment of of liquor licenses. Maybe it's time that we really look at that three-tiered system and take a long, hard look. The other thing that I really don't under, <clears throat> excuse me, don't understand about this, why is the government getting into the business of protecting private investments? You know, once the liquor license is issued by a municipality because it's based on population, it becomes a private sale afterwards. So if you're in, you know, Princeton, or Montclair, you're probably looking at a seven-figure fee for a liquor license to purchase one. But if you're in a depressed area, such as you know Camden, New Jersey, guess what? You're not going to have to pay that type of money for a liquor license. Let the market dictate. And we have to also look at this. When, when breweries open up, they have to spend probably a minimum of half a million dollars, and that's to start a very small brewery right. for all of their brewery equipment. That's a depreciating asset. Liquor licenses in the state of New Jersey are appreciating assets. Nobody ever takes a loss on a liquor license. I, I, I would challenge anyone to find the one person that lost money in selling their liquor license. I would challenge someone you to would, that. You would be hard-pressed to find it, Senator, and you're 100% right. People, I don't think people really understand because some people say, oh, you know, it's just beer or whatever. But you have to understand, these breweries have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars just to get the brewery up and running before they can even brew a beer. So they're not even making any money, and yet they're laying out all of this money to start up this brewery. And then again, they can only sell the beer that they that they make. They're not allowed to sell any other type of, I mean, they could sell potato chips or whatever, but they can't sell any other type of food. They're not allowed to have a food truck on their property, which again, I agree with you. It is a- absolutely ridiculous. And the other part of the rule of how um, all servers must receive server training and be certified by a nationally recognized organization. And you you know, had mentioned this uh, to Paul Mulshine in the Star-Ledger about the number one rule is if you think someone's getting intoxicated, you encourage them to have some food. Well, if there's no food available, how are they going to be able to sober up? I'm, I'm glad somebody reads the articles that I, that I mentioned, and I appreciate <laughs> that. And look, I'm, you know, I'm a former bartender. I was TAM certified. That's Techniques in Alcohol Management. The other program is TIPS. So all of the beer tenders throughout the state of New Jersey are required to be either TIPS or TAM certified. And the number one rule is exactly if someone is 
appearing intoxicated at your bar, you're supposed to provide them with some food items. And this is how ridiculous it gets, folks. You're allowed to have bags of potato chips, bags of hard pretzels. You know, I'm from the Philadelphia area where it's king of the soft pretzel. That's right. A soft pretzel, you're not allowed to sell. That's a food item. You're, I mean, think of how insane that is. A hard pretzel's okay, but a soft pretzel's a food item. You're prohibited from doing that. And, and why can't businesses actually coordinate with each other? How come on a Tuesday a, a brewery can't say, hey, we're going to have Taco Tuesday at the brewery, and the taco truck is going to be there? Right. How, how does the state of New Jersey think that the breweries and the food trucks are, able going, are going to be able to thrive? What if there's one really popular brewery and five food trucks show up out in their, you know, outside of their parking lot? God forbid they're in their parking lot, then that's a violation, right? It has right. to be off property. Right. I mean, it's, it's preposterous. I mean, and look, some breweries have been really nicely situated, like right across from pizzerias or, or other restaurants where they can do takeout and just walk, walk the pizza or other food items over to the brewery so that they can actually sit down and have their meal with a local beer. But, you know, there, thank God there are some liquor license owners that understand the symbiotic relationship that can exist there. So if you're doing tastings at a local brewery and the owner or the beer tender can say, hey, listen, you know, you guys should try more of our beer on tap down at this tavern. They have great food. Bingo. Everybody makes money. Everybody everybody, everybody works together symbiotically, and that's what you want. Before I run out of time here, uh, Senator Tester, I wanna, uh, we had Senator Gopal on uh, before you, and he mentioned about legislation that you guys are working on to try and get things moving uh, within the state legislature. So what are you hoping uh, will happen by September? Because obviously it doesn't look like the governor is going to step in here and suspend the rules over the next 45 days. What are we looking at here in September when you guys get back into uh, get back to Trenton and enact or try and enact some type of legislation to help out the breweries? Well, look, I think we're going to you know, allow them to actually maybe have more than two TVs and they can choose what side that they can size that they can place on their wall. How many events make sense? Right. I mean, like right now, they're limited to how many events that they right. can have. So if you want right. right, if you wanted to have yoga at your brewery, that's an event now. Right. right. You're not allowed, you know, you're only allowed 25 of those a year. If you want to have, you know, a game night, that's a different event. I mean, it, it makes absolutely no sense. So. You know, you said this was a bipartisan issue. I actually think this is a nonpartisan issue, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I would challenge most people to ask their friends of, you know, from 21 to 50, whether they like to go to a local brewery. And I think most people who consume alcoholic beverages would say, you know what, I really like supporting a local business. I really like going to our local breweries. You know, in my legislative district, we have a number of them right. that, all off- that all offer unique, great beer. So guess what? When I'm when I'm traveling, I like to stop at one and grab a beer, talk to the owner, see how things are going. So, you know, Senator Gopal was spot on. We're going to look at each and every one of these special rulings and see where we can change it to make business profitable. We know that these small businesses and manufacturers, and that's what breweries are, have suffered greatly during the COVID-19 era. And just as they're coming out of it, seeing a light at the end of the tunnel, instead of it being a light at the end of the tunnel, it's a train. Right. Right. Hits them right in the face right before the opening of the summer. We need to do everything we can to make sure that they are not a statistic, that startling statistic that over one third of our small businesses closed during the COVID-19 era in the state of New Jersey. And we have to maybe give parity between our states. Right. We can look at New York, Pennsylvania, Delaware to see that they have a thriving brewery business there. And, and what really killed me was I love the state of. Right. 
the state of Pennsylvania was on social media making fun of our state mm-hmm. and the way we handle our breweries. Yep. I mean, we should be ashamed of ourselves. We really should. We should take a long, hard look at crafting smart legislation, and I know Senator Gopal is committed to doing this, to make it fair. That's all we want. We That's want it, it to be fair and open and have some parity with our neighboring states. I mean, this is supposed to be the United States of America, free enterprise, capitalism, and and. You mean to tell me that a brewery can't call a food truck? That yeah. that's 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 illegal somehow? It's it's insane. It, it it sounds to me like they want to be no fun as opposed to having fun, and that's not cool. And again, you're right. New York and Pennsylvania they can get they do a lot more than what New Jersey can currently do, and we need to make some changes here. State Senator Michael Testa, Republican serving the first legislative district. Thanks so much for joining us on the program today. Good luck, and I hope you you and Senator Gopal get some legislation done very soon so that we can get put this behind us and keep forging ahead. Thank you so much for having me on. I'll, I'll be happy to be on again, and uh, I look forward to working with Senator Gopal and crafting some sensible, nonpartisan legislation. I love it. Nonpartisan legislation. That is awesome. Thank you so much, Senator Testa. Uh, listen, another good guy. Listen, they're going to get things done, and I, I would like to see it done sooner rather than later. Um, the governor, by the way, has the ability to stop this today. He could issue an order suspending these rules until legislation is crafted in September. It would only be 45 days. It would not be a big deal. Uh, radio silence from the governor. He was on vacation for a couple of weeks in Italy. He's back. He's tweeting again. He's done nothing to try and stop this. That's a problem. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.